0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to The Horror Returns.
1: Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gold, welcome. You have found the place where the whole Returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror.
2: Welcome back, one and all, to the horror returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-hosts Brian and Philip. And uh, you guys knew we had a a guest from Binge Media last week. We've got a guest from Binge Aftertaste, at a part of Binge Media this week. It's uh, it's the man himself, Garrett Collins. What's up, man?
0: What's going on, gentlemen? It's been a long time coming. I had a blast last time I was here. If you recall, we did a We did a commentary for Shocker, which um, (laughs) I actually re-listened to because I went on a road trip to go to my brother's wedding. And uh, that that was a really fun time, and I'm looking forward to another one.
2: Yeah, that movie kind of broke us, man. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Uh, We fly off the rails every week. Who gives a shit? (laughs) All right, uh, uh, binge aftertaste. That's still your your main platform over there, right? Main platform, yeah. We're we're
0: still chugging along. Um, we have uh, some big things coming up. Uh, obviously, we always do on that fucking show. It's just it's always, you know, people ask me should I start a podcast. I say you can, but it's another fucking full time job, especially if you you know you host it, you edit it, you put it all together. Um, you, uh, produce it, which gets everybody together. Um, I have so much respect for podcasts are able to get everybody uh, in the same place for two hours at a time, one week at a time, because it's so tough to do that. Um, but we're, we're having a blast, man. We, um, we just released a, uh, the Halloween kills, uh, review, which oh, continues yeah. the, uh, Halloween retrospective. Yep. Yeah. We continue that. the Halloween retrospective that we started like six years ago. Uh, With a gentleman that you guys are pretty familiar with I've heard him on this show, Jason Morris He He was on there And Doug Wicker, who is a guy I would recommend you guys have on Because A, he's got a horror short that he's trying to sell to festivals And B, he is a funny motherfucker um, we did some things together, the three of us, we had a p- little production company for a while and, uh, we were putting some short movies and stuff together and, and Doug not only has great ideas, he's just a funny fucker dude to talk to. So I would recommend having him on the podcast whenever you guys get a chance. Um, and he's trying to sell this fucking, he's trying to sell this new short he has like crazy. So, uh, that would be, that would be a nice guest for you guys to have. All right. Hey, done whoring Doug out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done whoring Doug <laughs> out. Um, yeah, no, that sounds like, like a good mix. Gig. Yeah. 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 No, we um, – yeah. So we did the Halloween Kills uh, review, which uh, was fun to do. And uh, next week – it's it's funny. I, I'm on with you guys the week before this starts up too because next week we start The Shining, which uh, we're doing the uh, original Kubrick, the uh, miniseries, and Dr. Sleep. And all three of those shows have fighting. So get ready. <laughs> hey,
2: yeah, they do.
0: Uh, we've recorded all three of them. We recorded them about, God, at this point, two, three months ago. But um, editing them together now. And I haven't finished the f- editing the first one yet, but I can say that the recording was almost three hours. So... Um. There's a lot, a lot of talking on that one because, as, as you guys can imagine, there's a lot to dissect in that one. Uh, so that continues our ste- look at Stephen King movies. And we have Lord of the Rings coming up. We're finishing up Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lethal Weapon should be out oh, by geez. the end of the year. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah that's my, that was my Christmas choice this year was Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got, we got a whole bunch of shit going on. Yeah, Matrix, you know, we got to finish that up because that, they have a new one coming out. Um, maybe Ghostbusters, we'll see. Uh, there, there's, there's a whole bunch of shit. So that's what we got okay. going on so far. Yeah. I'm I so guess got that new matrix, man. Yeah. You know what? To... The more I see of it, the more I'm excited too. um, my, my girlfriend's like a major, like, you know, like Keanu Reeves is her, um, hall pass. So like, she, you <laughs> know, she inhales everything Keanu Reeves. So when we first started dating was when they released that first trailer. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be our movie, but she, I'm I'm super excited about it. The more I see it, the more I see the way they're marketing it, and the way um, I'm not sure which one's doing it. I don't. It's Lana, right? Who's doing it? Yeah. Um, I, I think I think they have a really nice approach to this, and I just love the idea of those two meeting and not knowing where they know each other from. Yeah. Um, considering where they came from, that the whole thing just fascinates me. Uh, Synchronicity, you know. Obviously, the Rakowskis can go way off the rails, right. as We've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think if they have one, uh, calling the shots and they have, there's a singular vision for it and it's the matrix after all. Um, it, it looks pretty phenomenal. I'm pretty excited for it. Well, here's hoping it doesn't suck. <laughs>
2: it's good yeah, source exactly. material, right? How bad can yeah, it be? Absolutely. Well, a lot of people hate those sequels <laughs> though, man. I guess yeah, you guys are going to get into all that <laughs> in your, in your talk, right? Well, we, we
0: did, we did the sequels. We, we did, uh, we covered it years ago. Because okay. uh, I'm thinking, oh, wow, you know, I have a few weeks to kill. You know, we're, we're, let's do these four things, you know, because we did the Animatrix as well. And I'm thinking, yeah, there, there's no way they'll do another one of these. Fuck no. Oh, so fuck. let's just get okay, this so out. Oh, a- no. Here comes another one. That
2: was way before this was, that- was
0: even announced then. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did that, like, God, I think we did that 2016, 2017. Oh, God. It was. Okay.
2: November That's the early days.
0: Yeah, that that was when uh, the aftertaste was just getting rolling. Um, okay. At least okay. this format. Uh, the format was finally in its stride around that time, uh, and, and uh, those are pretty interesting conversations. I love those conversations. It was with Jack and uh, Alex. Um, so um, yeah, th- those those were good shows, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this next one.
2: So, do you think you so might re-release those shows, or we just got to go? Oh, they're go back on the they're on the archives.
0: If people want to listen okay. to them they're in the just fucking
2: archives. I'm not going to do the work for them. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I do enough for them. Yeah. Come on. Well, <laughs> well, we're having to re upload all our old shows because uh, Universal Music came after us. So
1: it's oh, kind of oh, like. Shit.
2: Yeah, I got to. To be fair, t-
3: we probably should have seen that coming, but oh well.
2: so. <laughs>
0: They came after you. See, I do I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys listen, but I do intros and outros and you know, I do I pull music from each and every one of our fucking show, uh, each and one of our
2: movies. And uh wow, I I haven't had anybody come after me yet. Yeah, that scares me. That, that might Nah, that might be a little bit different though, cuz we were doing a lot uh-huh. of like just musical cues where we would pick songs for each section. For example, the trailer park, you know? Going on down to the oh. trailer park. So, uh, gotcha. I think that's gotcha. what, that's what got us in trouble. But, uh, anyway, dude, it's good to have you here, man. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, we start the show with cool of the week. So, um, other than these two, of course, that we're going to talk about, uh, Garrett, what's the, what's the coolest thing you've seen or video game you played concert you've been to? What's your cool of the week?
0: Oh, wow. I wish I played a video game. I we were a concert. God, I miss those days when I could do that stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I feel like a fucking asshole because it's Halloween and my big thing was this Halloween. I did what everybody should do in Halloween. I did. I did a Rocky. We watch. So I went through all those movies oh for Halloween <laughs> okay. for some unknown Rocky. reason. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky for I Halloween. I went up to
0: Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really weird. It was the timing was odd. Um uh, but I, I th- and I also did the third season of Cobra Kai cause I didn't watch that yet. Uh, nice. so I went through that <laughs> in the last couple weeks. Uh, but the one thing horror I did watch, which I fit in right before we talked, I'm like, I gotta watch one thing new that's horror that we got to talk. I watched the, um, I guess you could call it pilot. I don't know if they call them pilots anymore. The uh, of midnight mass on Netflix.
1: Yeah. yeah, which, sure. uh, Oh, sure.
0: is fucking phenomenal. I can't wait to dive deeper into that so that's what i've gone that
1: okay. that All was
0: right. a big horror thing i watched this week
2: nice so you're you're just one in then oh yeah yeah i oh, okay. i barely said so, it before we started yeah but it, it it does have me hooked by the third you'll you'll figure out what's really going on in the town it's pretty awesome yeah see i had i had mixed feelings on that yeah. one like uh it, did you while i
3: was watching it i was like okay are we, are we gonna do something or what and uh by the end of it I, I think it was pretty great it was just a really fucking slow burn
2: <laughs> yeah a lot of talking right a lot of uh, yeah a lot, a, lot of, a lot of dialogue
1: and, right? but
2: yeah. also done really brilliantly <clears throat> well, that's plan against just style just though of of mm-hmm. sure it is yeah he isn't had that whole, that whole plan e- against style e- he had that whole yeah. episode of hill house that was all just the entire episode took place in real time in the uh, funeral home you remember that one Yes, I know,
3: but they had a lot of creepy shit going on, too, right? This one is like a lot of dialogue with stuff that's kind
2: of referenced in the background, and you don't really know. So he's saying more talky-talky on this one, Garrett. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine with
0: me. I like slow burns. I'm happy with it. The the
2: James Wan style is
0: okay every once in a while, you know, when you get stuff at you 100%. But I like slow burns where it just just comes up on you, so... Yeah. So, But, but you can get overly that. pretentious with that, too. You can get overly really pretentious. <laughs> <I think laughs> <so>. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think he keeps it between <laughs> the <laughs> lines. So that, that, wasn't eight, right. was it, Phil? <laughs> that wasn't your cool of the week? Uh,
3: well, no. My cool of the week actually was... uh. Dallas Cowboys, right? 19th. Well, that one, too. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys. Fuck, yeah. Backup quarterbacks. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. I know I say that every <laughs> year, but for real
2: this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, jesus uh but uh, brian he just uh, did it he just did it brian you know, <laughs> other than mark, that mark, though, <laughs> mark this day
4: on the calendar if, if things go wrong i a mean.
2: fucking tattoo it's happening <laughs>
3: <laughs> on my face uh <laughs> but my my real call cool of the week i think was uh night teeth i checked that one out I remember oh, we watched the
4: uh training for nice. it mm-hmm. yeah brian did you see that one yet yeah, uh, I talked about it okay. on our 31 recap, and I think uh, Lance, oh, you yeah. checked it out too. Yeah, I'll be
2: talking about it on our our next 31 recap. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. man, I
3: was uh, I was pretty impressed with it. I mean, I don't I don't think it's anything that's really gonna stick with me. M- maybe it makes the top ten list, probably towards the bottom of it, but it's there, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was more fun than I expected it to be. Um, I thought everybody in it did a pretty good job.
4: Yeah, I I think Netflix is definitely going to do a sequel.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I I don't know how much buzz this one has gotten. I just clicked on it. But uh, I just. You know, sometimes watching a movie can be a chore, and this one wasn't. It was a really good time. I enjoyed myself. Mm -hmm. Makes a difference. Yeah. Take that. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
4: You want to go, Lance, or I only got Um, one thing.
2: Yeah, because I've again, guys, I've had so much shit going on this week that I've just kind of um, just got one cool of the week. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Brian, you cheated a little bit on your 31 days by using Halloween Kills, which was one of our um, movies that we reviewed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna also color a little bit outside the lines, and my cool of the week is gonna be on my 31 list, but it's um, His House, also a Netflix movie. Have you guys seen uh, this?
4: That's a good one.
2: His house yes, is that next to she did. shed? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a British film, and it's about some uh, uh, this husband and wife that move from a country where there there's a lot of trouble. I think it's Sudan. The Sudan is that right, Brian? That they're moving yeah, from?
4: Yeah, I, I, I believe so.
2: Um, basically, they're refugees, like getting away from the war and everything, and they they're lucky enough to make it out to London, and they're in this one house. And the cool thing about it is that, like, usually, like, what, 99% of all Haunted House movies, you're just say, just get the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're told by the social worker when Doctor they first who. get... Yeah, Doctor Who himself, who we'll talk about later tonight in another movie, but, uh, yeah, he told them to, um, you have to stay in the house. You, can, you cannot move out of the house or you'll be sent back, so it kind of... Uh, it kind of dignifies the haunted house genre a little bit because you're you've got a reason that they're forced to stay in there, but there's a lot of things from the past that they thought they left behind that are coming back to haunt them and not not leaving the house. So check it out. You, Garrett, you haven't seen it, have you? It's a Netflix movie.
0: No, I haven't watched this yet.
2: Ah, it's a, it's a UK production. I I think you'll like it, man. It's a very very deep movie. Got a lot of layers to it. You know, I got it. I got yeah, if You guys if,
0: notice if it's if not a it's, part of a I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No,
3: <laughs> if it's uh, real quick, if it's if it's up to some dude that tells me I have to stay in the house or like murderous ghosts, uh, I think I know which one I'm choosing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Garrett, oh, no, I was just going to say that. I was just gonna say that, you know, I don't know if you guys realize if it's not a part of a franchise, I probably haven't watched it yeah, lately. Because I, yeah. it was, we record you know, we, we record about two or three shows a week sometimes. Oh, so just to get wow. just to get ahead Brilliant. because you know, Matt Matt's a father, you know, he's a new father, right. so like I, I like to give him as much time as possible. So we All I do is I just upload all the fucking work on, and then it's like, fuck. Now I gotta do the fucking editing. But uh, (laughs) it's uh, yeah. So I I've been doing a lot of movie watching, but unfortunately, like, not a lot of recreational movie watching. Um, yeah, sucks. And then you guys pile on more fucking work. It's like
2: Jesus Christ, (laughs) Garrett. I was (laughs) hopefully they were fun though. (laughs) Garrett, (laughs) I was wondering where do you where do you go after the Fast and the Furious, man? I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're not kidding god you talk about a fucking chore the, the pinnacle oh
0: my god. <laughs> the chore. You we did fucking like 27 Bond series. movies and that Fast and Furious series was the longest fucking series I've ever done <laughs> like that was
2: Good times horrible
0: L- yeah oh man I, like
3: I, I, I don't mind the Fast and Furious movies but if I have to watch fucking 10 of them in a row I'm gonna shoot myself <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, fortunately we were able to spread them out a little bit. We did four here, four there, um, and then we did the last couple, and it was just like, oh my god, it was it was. At least the fact that we spread it out was okay. Um, but man, that was the that was a hard series to get through. Like one <laughs> week, I would just look like, fuck, I gotta watch this now. God damn it.
2: <laughs> you had to spread them out for your sanity, huh?
3: Oh look, there yeah. he goes jumping yeah. off a fucking
2: building again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious physics. Don't try this at home, kids. All right, Brian. Uh, I'll,
4: I'll go real quick. Um, I haven't really been outside of 31. Uh, I haven't really I pushed everything kind of to the side. So uh, I did uh, watch the first three or four episodes of uh, the new season of Eli Ross History of Horror.
2: Ah heard about yeah. it i haven't seen any of those yet where is that on
4: that is on shutter or amc plus
0: huh oh nice I had, so they have not put even just on this they're just on the sp- streaming service
4: yeah i think the new season i i believe the first two seasons was was on uh, amc but i think the new yeah, season okay. is amc plus
2: oh wow ah, I, I that's
4: how they, that
2: that's one. how they yeah. get you <laughs> yeah. yeah i love um, that
4: series yeah, I, I'm enjoying the series. Uh, there's quite a few movies they uh, reminded me of that I haven't seen in a while that I'm uh, mm-hmm. gonna work into the schedule here somehow. So uh, be on the lookout for that pretty soon. And uh, yeah, and plus it had my my crush on there, Gigi. I love you, Gigi. Oh,
2: G- Gigi Saul Guerrero, huh?
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, we'll give you that one. Every Marcus. week it's a new one. Every week. Sorry, it's a new one. sorry. I, <laughs>
4: Open-minded. to Yeah. And they call me the Am <laughs> Yeah,
1: right.
2: <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, all right, Brian. Uh, it is now time for Horror Headlines, brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man.
4: All right. Our first little bit of news is uh, some TV news. Uh, M. Night Shalaman's Servant uh, returns for a third season January 21st. You looking okay. forward to that, Lance?
2: Sure, why not?
4: <laughs> you a little Dan, um,
2: I'm sorry, I, I walked away for a minute. <laughs> Say that again.
4: Uh, servant, season three.
2: <laughs> ah, no, they kind of lost me on season two. Are you watching it, Garrett?
0: You know we um, we did a M Night retrospective this mm-hmm. year. Um, Another long retrospective. Uh, you know, I so while, in the midst of that, I did watch – I think I watched about the uh, the first seven episodes or so. It was OK. I just haven't picked back up on it yet. Yeah. Um, but See, that's what I did. I, so as far as where it goes in season two, I don't know. But I was kind
2: of digging what I was seeing so far even though I've seen some bad reviews of it. I watched I'm like, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah, I really, I really dug season one, but see, yeah, season two, I don't know, man. It seemed like it jumped the shark. Just not as many shocks in it, and um, I don't know, man. A little bit repetitive to me, but we'll see. We'll see where they go with number three. It's it's hard for me to keep up with those week by week things. Like I I binged uh, the first like uh, seven
3: shows because that's all it was. It was through at the time, and then uh, I kind
2: of forgot about it. So. <laughs> that happens man that that's part of the problem that's why i like to just just binge all of, all of the season at once yeah. like in a couple of nights all
0: right yeah i, I did that i did that with 24 last like oh, earlier yeah, this I year can see that. i'd never seen i'd never seen that show past the second season so mm. i i was just like i was binging it like crazy cuz it's on hulu and i was like i was binging it like crazy and um i'm right at the final season that i just haven't picked back up um, because yeah. all this house stuff started coming up, and I was just like, I had to concentrate on other things. But uh, I definitely yeah. want to pick that up again. But I, I, love binging. Like people, people get binging a hard time. It's like, oh, I like going week to week. It's like, no, man. Like if you have it all right there, it's like it's actually it's one big movie if you look at it that way, and that's right. why I like it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially something like Twenty Four that'll keep
3: you going. It's that one's hard Absolutely. to stop. Absolutely. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think there there was a, been some series lately that that. Would have flowed better if it would have all been dropped at once, like uh, what was that? Uh, Marvel, uh, WandaVision, yeah, kind of felt definitely. like that would have flowed better. You think mm. so? Yeah,
3: I was talking about that with my wife earlier about uh, because she was re watching some old uh, uh, Walking Dead episodes. Oh, and I was like, okay. man, you know, I binged watched
4: oh, like the, the good first. days.
3: Yeah, I binge watched like the first three or four seasons of it, and uh, and thought it was fantastic. And then it was like when it picked up week by week, it that's, just kept losing my interest.
2: Yeah, that's but dude, sorry to tell you, but I'm I'm watching all of them. I'm I'm totally caught up, and it's not just the fact that it's week to week. It's it's seriously become a bad show. In many yeah, ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, see,
3: because that was a question I had. I was like, man, did I was it good because I just watched it all at once and I didn't notice the slow parts or.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, at least at least this season they've kind of brought back the zombies instead of just yeah. having like all this human drama. Where did they that's, go? That's
0: what oh, I'm where wondering. Where they go? They're you... back. <laughs>
1: huh.
4: That's weird. Uh, okay, moving on to some movie news. Uh, host filmmaker Rob Savage is directing a film adaptation of Stephen King's short story "The Boogeyman."
1: Oh.
2: Do uh, you remember Bobby that one, Yager? Garrett?
0: Well, I, I, we're doing an entire look at Stephen King's um, movie adaptations, and so oh, wow. I've been reading all his stuff. Um, and uh, I did do a uh, – I, I did read Night Shift earlier uh, this year, and Boogeyman is in Night Shift. And yeah, that would be a uh, – I don't know though because it's implied but not necessarily um, – that, 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 that would be an interesting film. I know they did a dollar baby of it, like the Stephen King sold the rights to it for a dollar or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I remember watching that years and years ago. Um, but I, I, I would like to dollar. see a new one. I would. I don't know <laughs> if stretching. I don't know if stretching it out to an hour and a half would work for a, a story like that, but it
4: could. Um, that would. And who would you say do, is doing it, Brian? Uh, Rob Savage. He did that uh, Shutter movie host. Okay. Um,
2: ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: The, the yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe he could. Maybe he could do it. But that's another one that would have to be a slow burn. You know.
2: Seemed like it would be. Hey, but yeah. look! Look what great things they did with extending out the storyline and totally getting away from the short story on the lawnmower man. That would. No, well, that, that's
0: my point.
1: <laughs> that's my point.
0: Although I can't wait to cover that because there's so many fucking things to dive into with that fucking oh, that's adaptation, rough. That's rough. Uh, including yeah, I still being love the that first movie. time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Including it being the only time Stephen King looked and was like, you know what, I gotta sue. Like of all the other fucking movies right. that was made, <laughs> yes. all the garbage shit that they did, it's like this is the one that caused them to sue. It's it's just funny to look at something like that. <laughs> yeah, this um, one went too far. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that that would be. I, I, I like that era of King. I love the um, you know, just going balls out um with his stories uh, way back when. So I I'd be curious to see that.
4: There's a lot of cocaine in those days. (laughs) Oh, you're not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This uh, adaptation of the Boogeyman will be a Hulu exclusive. Ah, okay. Now to the news that uh, Lance has been waiting for: more Hocus Pocus two news.
2: Yes. Do we have a date?
4: Uh, Let me see. I think I got a date. Is definitely gonna come uh, 2000, fall 2000, so. Hocus, Hocus two thousand fall
2: 2022. So, Pocus two fall two thousand
4: twenty two, huh? Yeah, but Do Doug they have Jones. The same
2: people in there.
4: Yes. Doug the, Jones uh, is gonna
2: be in there again.
4: Yep, Doug Jones is returning as nice. Whatever his name, is. Zom- the zombie guy
2: from the seventeen yeah. hundreds.
4: <laughs> returning along with Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy. The Jimmy. the Jimmy. The Jimmy, yes.
0: Man, that movie has such yeah. a following, I have never seen it.
2: Oh come on. I, ne- serious. I've I, never I, seen it. I like it. the first one.
3: It's endearing, but this sounds uh-huh. fucking awful.
2: It could very
1: well. I listen you're to no I listen
0: to Post I listen to Postmortem, which is uh, Mick Garris' podcast, and I, uh-huh. I, I, I I I don't know. I haven't heard him talk about whether they were doing this. So, um, is he is he even a part
4: of this?
2: That's a good question.
4: Uh, I am not seeing his name, but it is happening. It's, it's coming straight to Disney side. Plus. Wow.
3: Maybe and the it's Mandal- most man-
4: definitely going to suck.
2: Mandalorian will show up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Speaking of the Mandalorian, did you guys watch the the Book of Boba Fett trailer? I didn't know it was out yet. Oh, the trailer. Yes. Oh, no, you freaked me out out for
3: a second, too. I was
4: like, no, they 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 didn't drop the shows. They didn't surprise anybody. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's looking good. Definitely looking good. uh,
2: Hey, Garrett, Garrett, maybe you can speak to this. Um, I heard uh, I don't I think it was like of all places on Saturday Night Live, uh, their news section last week. I think they said that Disney Plus is officially about to outsell Netflix in monthly subscriptions. Is that true?
0: The reliable source of information, the Saturday Night Live Weekend Update. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> you know what, man? I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. It, 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 uh, it, well, it wouldn't. Um, I don't. I don't work in that. See Lance, I don't work in that business anymore, so I couldn't really speak to it. Like I don't see the business, um, the business income and everything coming in from it anymore. But it would not surprise me because it was even starting even back then. You know, when they had announced that they were going to do this Disney Plus, um, there were there were rumblings that it could. I I I can see it definitely, especially considering all the all the good buzz it's gotten from the stuff they've released lately. Yeah, right. as long
3: as they keep bringing new content, plus it's it's tied to like Verizon and a bunch of other shit. Right. Like if you may want to just check and see if you happen to have a
0: Disney Plus subscription, because you might.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. not even. know it, Yeah, right. it, 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 you're not kidding. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, that's another thing, though, guys, I got to say. And my girlfriend's all over me about this. I have never seen The Mandalorian past the pilot. So, oh, God. <gasps> yeah, yeah, Blast. she's she loves it. And we're going to have a we're going to we're going to do another binge. We're going to do a binge of it up soon. But
2: um, it's easy. It's easy to binge. Those episodes fly by. And then you get like 20 minutes of artwork at the end of every episode. Well, oh, nice. great music. Dude, John Favreau should be in fucking charge of Star Wars. That's what I yeah
0: that's what I keep hearing and yeah the music you know I will say I, I when I read these Stephen King books I listen to music that's what I have I put like Spotify I'll throw a I'll throw a list sure. on there and um, and um, I will say I, I have a um, I have a list that's like a Star Wars movies like it's all the Star Wars movies music all the star Wars music and one, like it includes the clone wars includes everything. And the Mandalorian is on there and the stuff that comes up. I love that music. In fact, I'll I'll take a it's screenshot and I'll send it to my chick. I'm like, dude, this this music is making me want to watch the mo- watch the show. I'm telling you, I don't know. There was just nothing about the Mandalorian that appealed to me and the pilot was okay, but she swears. It's like awesome. So we'll, 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 we'll watch it eventually.
4: Right, nice um, thing
0: Star
3: Wars has put out in a long time, man.
4: That's yeah. what I keep hearing. Better than them last movies. It, yep. Let's see uh, a couple more things here. Uh, Robert Eggers' uh, new movie, The Northman, gets a new release date, October twenty-second.
2: Oh wow! Okay, now who all's in in that movie so far? You uh, guys know? That's
4: Alexander Skarsgard, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, nice. Ethan Hawke. Willem Dafoe, and uh, Bjork. Bjork? Where <laughs> <by> the <laughs> fuck did he
0: dig her up from? Is uh,
4: <laughs> she
1: going yeah, to be in a swan dress?
0: What kind of feathers did he have to put in front of her face to get her to show up? <laughs> uh, man, that was, um, what a fucking cast.
1: Holy shit.
4: Yeah. Uh, let me see. We got one more thing here to add. Uh, we were talking about it with Jack, and it is officially happening—the Dune sequel.
3: Not, oh, a, yes. not a surprise. Not a no. surprise. No. It worried me a little bit. Yeah,
2: for a minute. Yeah,
3: like you
2: can't make like a movie the, like
3: that and not have a sequel.
2: It worried you the way the when the Astros were behind last night after that grand slam. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there were just no garbage cans
3: I tre- tre- reach. man. I had a hundred things going on, and then I was trying to watch the Astros and the Cowboys at the same time.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, a yeah. lot of people in Texas were doing that. Well, they they finally they finally found the garbage cans, which is why they finally came back. Um, <laughs> 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 you
3: ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
4: <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, Dune uh, did pretty good in the uh, in the theaters. You know, is um, it has it done okay? Let's see, Dune pulled. Forty-one domestic and one hundred and eighty-two million international so far. So,
0: man, you know, so I've
3: watched it like three times now. That movie is fucking fantastic. It's going to be on the on the top of my list this year.
2: (laughs) Garrett, you haven't seen it?
0: No, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Dude, (laughs) you can't can't consider it. There's a couple things.
0: There's a couple things. One, yeah. Well, one, I um, I do want to do it just because i want to do like a david lynch retro and you know if you do a david lynch retro you probably have to do dune eventually um and i would love to like just compare and contrast what's going on there but um the other the problem the stumbling block i have is i do not like Villeneuve's um style i think it's i I said this on a a on a recent i think it was on the
2: bond show yeah it was on the bond show like it then i it was on the
0: bond show that i um that I, I there were there were rumors that he was gonna do in a Bond film right. and I said I wouldn't want to see that because his fucking style is just too it's too grandiose. Like it's just there's so much style, not really any substance, although he thinks there is. Um <laughs> I,
1: wow. I I find it Ow. to be Yeah. Yeah, but Dune
0: intense. Dune is better than that. Okay. I, you know what? I keep hearing great buzz about it and it's from people who I trust. Um like, I wasn't know, a fan Yeah, I I, I didn't
3: didn't like Blade Runner, but but this one was awesome. Yeah, I was not a big fan of
1: the
0: Blade Runner, but good. I I keep hearing from reliable sources that it's a very (laughs) very good film, and so maybe I'll just you know I'm going to be I'm going to be near a theater this week. I will probably stop and check it out because I'm not going to fucking just dumb it up on my TV. I'll, I'll go to a theater and see it if I see it. Yeah, uh, so,
2: just watch it on your cell phone, Garrett. You'll get it. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to see it. <laughs> no, you need the throat singing. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. The only drawback to the sequel is Dune Part Two will not come out until October twenty twenty three, and will not start filming until late twenty twenty
2: two. Which which, so. which makes sense because there's a time that's jump cool. in the book, so it makes perfect sense.
4: Yeah, It doesn't have to be a time-jumping reality.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it just came out. You know what? If if we can get it in a couple of years, I'm cool with that.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with it.
4: Want it yeah, now? You're
2: right. Don't just rush <laughs> <Get> it right. <laughs> <laughs> It would be great.
4: All right, that's the news.
2: All right. Uh, well, Garrett, this is this is the time of the show where we all, us boys, gets gets together. And we take a little trip down to the trailer park. Uh, (laughs) They got drugs down there. (laughs) We're going to bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week?
4: First one is a, uh, I guess, uh, religious horror, Agnes.
2: Nonsploitation, I think they call it.
4: Oh, nonsploitation. Sounds sexy. Rumors of a demonic possession at a religious convent prompts a church investigation into the strange goings-on among its nuns. A disinfected priest and his neophyte are confronted with temptation, bloodshed, and a crisis of faith.
3: Mm, you're just making it sound sexier. We haven't sexier. seen that story
0: before. <laughs> um. One thing I noticed because I watched it literally seconds before we hit record is yeah, there's, a, uh, there's a there's <laughs> a there's a headline there's a um, there's a byline that comes up that says the best nun movie you'll ever see or something like that. I'm like, how many nun movies have you guys fucking seen?
4: <laughs> I saw the Conjuring one. Yeah, That's that was the only, was, one, like, I the
1: the I only one I can
0: really. Think of, I mean, what, unless we're counting Amanda Krueger. I mean, what, what the
2: fuck? Like, what
0: what nun movies are we talking about here? I don't know. It looked okay. but It
2: looked like
4: every single Final right. possession movie.
2: It it really did, didn't it? Looked like nothing yeah. new. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't tell if it was. Is it a completely serious movie or? I
2: don't know. <laughs> did you think it was kind of tongue in cheek?
4: I don't know. I the way they had Agnes done up, like with her hair, <laughs> like okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's God. what I was going to say. It looks like it's got maybe some irreverent
3: comedy thrown in.
2: Or,
4: but or it maybe, also looks
2: like it was trying to be serious, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it just thinks it's a lot more serious than it really is. Right, Garrett? <laughs> As you've said that, about that's what it's Dennis like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of uh, pretentious but silly Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm probably going to get a lot of hate, but what else is fucking ah, me, right? Cool. <laughs> oh, I know. I was in the minority on Blade Runner, too.
2: Yeah. Blade Runner? Uh, ah, I didn't love Blade Runner. Anyway.
4: <laughs> a couple recognizable faces in the cast. Uh, Sean Gunn and uh, Rachel True from uh, the original Craft movie. Not that god-awful
1: oh,
3: the one I never reboot watched. sequel. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, watch. but I've heard nothing but bad things, so.
4: You should almost watch it just to see how they try know, to tie in the original to. movie.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to. All that's right, a, that's a franchise now, isn't it, Garrett? Um, the Craft, right? Consider that a franchise now. Oh, <laughs> well, you have you Why? to. Why? Because they it. had one movie and a remake.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> you yeah, got to for at least dude, one more. We don't while, like right? them. You got
2: to watch it. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess in that case, she's all that's a fucking franchise too, because didn't they just remake that a couple years ago? Yeah,
2: Teen Wolf, <laughs> Teen Wolf, you can even do the TV series.
4: Oh, well, then you got to yeah. do the the he's all that Netflix movie.
0: Uh, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly
3: <laughs> what I'm saying. I saw half of it. Not that bad. <laughs> oh, really?
4: Yeah. It's got the the one kid from Cobra Kai in it, right?
3: It's got it's got some people Dude, that I know, but they're too young for me to know their names. That's like, I, I, but I was watching it and I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? Because I know these people and the story looks familiar. And she's like, I'm watching She's All That. It's like, I don't think this is that movie.
2: (laughs) But you were kind of right. Kind of right and kind of wrong.
4: All right, Agnes. Sounds like nobody's really interested. So much. But I'm, I'm sure I'll check it out and let everybody know. Uh, release date is December 10th.
2: Okay, well. Might be good. If there's we're exorcism in the Catholic Church and evil nuns and it, my wife's totally out. I guarantee you. Ah, uh, see, those are my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> that Catholic upbringing <laughs> there... makes you really scared of that stuff, right, AJ? Are
0: there any other kind of nun other than an evil one? See,
2: <laughs> no, not lately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They've either got rulers or demons.
3: Pick one. <laughs>
4: Alright, let's see. Our final trailer of the week of the episode is Black Friday. A group of toy store employees must protect each other from a horde of parasite infected shoppers. This stars Devin Sawa, Bruce Campbell, Ryan Lee, Michael Jai White, and others. Ryan, what the fuck did you make me watch (laughs) with with this trailer? It looked like a fun (laughs) holiday film. I mean, we got <laughs> Black Friday, oh and then we got the new Home Alone movie. I mean, take your pick. Bruce Campbell, like this—is there a job he won't do? Like, no, he, no. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm sure me and Jason could come up with something like in like a day and send it to Bruce Campbell. He'd say, "Oh yeah, I'll be there tomorrow." You know, this He's looks like very the well white thought white out. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm telling you, dude, this guy <laughs> is fucking like he will not say no. I'm watching this. I'm like. <laughs> Where's the fucking budget here? Like, did, right. it was so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love the demonic toys and, the, and that fucking era of horror. I really do. Yeah, the, Tur- I'm the Charles this, I'm Band like, stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. I really did. At the time. Right. I, I tried to rewatch of it, and it, it doesn't age that well. But I'm watching, like, this trailer, and I'm thinking, I know that's the thing they're going for, but you – Right. God, like the sound work, like they don't even have the fucking sound recorded correctly in this trailer. Like <laughs> everything's all over the fucking place. <laughs>
3: somebody got <laughs> so somebody a favor. That may uh, be a warning sign. I didn't think
0: about yeah. that.
2: I I am yeah. gonna watch it though. I guarantee yeah. you. I'll, I'll uh,
0: oh, I guarantee I'll watch it too. That's the that's the sad <laughs> yeah, part I'll uh,
2: watch it too.
4: I'm um, we're we're yeah. kind of in a Devin Sawa renaissance right now. He's been yes, we are quite a few things, including the new uh, what is his name uh, Glenn Danzig. Have you seen that new one from Glenn Which Danzig, one? Death Rider? Glenn Danzig. In the House of... No, he did it. He, a, he does. did another yeah. one. He did another movie. Really? Yeah, Devon Sawa is like a vampire hunting cowboy or something.
2: You're fucking Okay. That's this isn't you're making this shit up, dude.
4: I I swear it it it, it, it is available, it's out there. I just hate that it. idea. What's it called? Death Rider uh, excuse me, Death Rider in the House of Vampire. Death Rider Look, even when your voice cracks you sound like your bass. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's stars Devin Sawa, Julian mm-hmm. Sands, Glenn Danzig of course, Danny okay. Trejo. Oh, Julian
1: Sands.
2: Dude, <laughs>
4: Julian Sands.
2: Danny Trejo. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, what what what'll that guy turn down, right? Glenn right, Danzig yeah. was just trying to hire people
3: that were shorter than him.
2: Oh, yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> then he would have gotten Tom Cruise and who else? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Peter, Peter Dinklage, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say this about Devin Sala. You know, you guys were talking uh, – if we could go back to Cool the Week for a bit. I am really digging this Chucky series they got going on. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's, it's good.
0: Awesome. He, it's and awesome. he's fucking great in it. And That's um, next on my list. Oh, my God, dude. I was, I did not think I would be sucked into it the way I am. And I think what really what I really like about it – me and Matt were kind of talking about it on a um, in a chat that we do. Um, like I really love that they're going back to the original script idea of the innocent being corrupted. And this doll actually convincing this kid to be a killer, mm-hmm. I just find that all to be just uh, fucking awesome. Um, you know, I thought the remake was okay, you know I didn't think I wasn't down as down on it as a lot of people were, but I'm liking that Mancini's actually going back to the original concept and doing something different with it,
4: yeah. See the remake, I I enjoyed it too, but yeah. I, I kind of felt like it it maybe could have been under a different title. But then again, would it would anybody have seen the movie if it was a different title? <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah,
2: Dem- demonic toy. <laughs> hey, but they came out yeah, with yeah. it at
3: the right time because I I sent uh-huh. you guys that fucking thing. There's oh some yeah yeah the robot real fucking novel. toy for kids that looks.
4: Oh, that real life like horror look video super scary you sent us? Yet, but it sounds scary, yeah. AI, <laughs> little kid AI. That is staying far away from my daughter. That toy.
1: <laughs> no shit.
4: <laughs> All
3: right, black Friday. Uh, I, however, I want to I want to throw my my opinion out here on this movie oh, I'm sorry. because I have a little different take. I can't <laughs> fucking wait for this. <laughs> it looks awesome. Yep.
1: That's good. <laughs>
4: And <laughs> I don't see a release date. I believe this is not coming out on Black Friday. I think we're getting this <laughs> December. So.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. I just hope I can talk the wife into putting it on our 31 Days of Christmas this year. 31 I thought they were trying to get one. it out by Black Friday.
3: I'm 31 they, uh, Days
4: of Christmas. That sounds illegal. It's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> it's pretty
1: bad. Yep. Well, start, yeah. Everything's going to get...
2: I, yeah and at least uh, 20 further, at least 20% of them end up being Hallmark Christmas movies philip
3: that's yeah, what i was going to sure. say the further you get into christmas movies uh, the worse they are
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no but this one i bet you they were trying to get it out by black friday and that's probably why they have some of the sound problems in the trailer ah it yeah. could could not be. fucking ready yet
4: maybe yeah that sounds about right that is the final trailer
3: Friend of the show, Bruce Campbell, by the way. True.
1: <laughs> that's
2: yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> he, we're gonna... We definitely get the impression he will do anything. I mean, like if, he, if he'd if sat around and talked to us, he, he will do anything.
1: <laughs> Jesus. We're, we're that, going to play that point.
3: card as much as we can.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, oh, I, I've, I've actually seen him talk at cons. He's a very entertaining dude. I uh, never oh, yeah. actually interviewed him. I got to talk to him for a little bit because I took a picture with him. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he's definitely an entertaining dude that you want around. I'm just like, man, like, do you need to get out of the house that bad that you just like, – <laughs> you're not going to
3: fucking well, turn looks, down
0: anything? It looks
3: like he's playing an old version of Ash and then on Black Friday with oh, zombies. Man, yeah. Like Chucky. And I'm like, man, what the
1: yeah, – sign me up of,
2: with this. Yeah, yeah
1: what's yeah. what up with that? <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> Well, he's a toy. You know what? More power to him, man. You know he he has a niche and he's fucking a, he's taken advantage of it as much as he can and I and I sure, give yeah. him credit for that, but I just don't know where your credibility goes if you do, like if you do that same thing over and over again. You know it's uh, <laughs> right. I don't know because remember he did but that Bruce is dead. What, what, what movie was that? <laughs> yeah exactly. Bruce, yeah. What, what was that movie he did? Bruce I think Campbell it was Dead or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I it was think awful. that's it. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. What, what movie? I mean, was what it he was, dude. Like the the fucking production values on uh-huh. it were horrendous. <laughs> um, like I think he played himself or something. Like he it was, was, oh god, he's I,
1: written.
2: He's written several out, like, books.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've read a couple. And I and books. I and I met him at a signing. You know, I, uh-huh. I got a book signed of his uh, years ago. You right. know, he's he's a very applicable guy, but I'm just like, man, like. Right. Oh
2: boy. <laughs> Maybe where he played. Never himself. gonna be
3: what he was in Xena.
2: Ah, that's right. <laughs> or Rizzle or Briscoe
0: County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, correction. Briscoe uh, County. Briscoe County ahead. was Brisco the one County. time like, I thought he. Did, I thought that he was doing something kind of like like mm-hmm. different with it, you know, and uh, and Zena as well. It's like wow, he's actually expanding a little bit, and then he just goes right back. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want him, you know, acting side by side with Al Pacino or anything. I'm just like, I just I do. it.
4: that like, that that sounds amazing now.
0: <laughs> Bruce anything. I love that fucking guy. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, with I, I, the right vehicle, you don't think Tarantino could put him in something and make him actually credible?
1: Oh, oh God. 100%. <laughs> you are I mean,
4: saying everything I want to hear right now. <laughs> uh, quick uh, correction. Uh, Black Friday comes out November
2: 19th. Oh, yeah, way before Black Friday. Okay. Well, that's there cool. That's cool. Maybe four? It's like just a week. Well, a week before. Okay. It's such a missed
3: fucking opportunity. You just make it come out on Black Friday. What the fuck Friday, are you doing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> must, must have been something else good coming out that day. I guess. Maybe. A, maybe really here's the problem with.
0: <laughs> here's the problem. Like you can you, you have it come out on Black Friday, but the day after it already aged. So yeah, I think they're huh, giving it like a week late. there Okay.
3: Oh, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> good call. All right. I've changed my mind.
4: <laughs> Checking the schedule here. They probably don't want him to go up against Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, uh, that's what it is. Okay. Yes.
2: All right. We got some we got some feedback, Phillip? Uh, we do. Uh, that was the last
3: trailer? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so this week, the podcast spotlight is going to shine on uh, the Grave Plot Podcast. Uh, Hosts Skeletony and Taylor of Terror. uh, uh, Skeletony and Taylor of Terror. (laughs) Say that three times fast. I know, right? I love it. Uh, They discuss discuss the latest and greatest in horror uh, with each episode featuring two movie reviews and uh, the horror business. The latest news in movies, TVs, comics, video games, and more. Oh, yeah, and dick jokes. Lots of dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> New
4: episodes every week.
2: <laughs> what the fuck is this show, Brian? Have you heard it?
4: The Grave Plot Podcast? Yeah. I have Plot. not gotten to it. I apologize. Yeah. I try to... There's so yeah. many great podcasts out there. It's you really hard yeah. to get to everybody, but I have not... I've heard a lot of great things on there about them, so that's why I wanted to throw them in the podcast spotlight.
1: Hey, nice. you
3: had me at dick jokes.
4: Yes.
2: I mean, All right. I'm going I'm to timestamp time stamp that, Garrett. I'm going to cut off the jokes part and, and use that <laughs> quote. <laughs>
0: hey, did you guys ever put us on that podcast, by the way? Did you guys ever put us on that uh, spotlight?
2: I <laughs> didn't think so. Um, All right. No we're I don't think we have. You guys uh, are. <laughs> I, think we, yeah. I think we did the flagship show. That's punching up. That's about it.
0: <laughs> That's so. This conversation's over.
2: That's All right. We're, being, we're <laughs> being called out. We're being called out,
3: Brian.
0: Click. We can have. You we can put
3: us on your podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right. Uh, Marcus Will Turner is keeping us up to date uh, on his annual thirty-one days of horrorthon. He's now at twenty-eight, so we have all of his reviews, <laughs> as well as the uh, super uh, super network group. Uh, but we're going to give you guys a little preview of each one. Uh, so we stopped at seventeen last week. We're going to go eighteen. Is VHS 94, which I have not watched yet. Uh, what? Eh? All right. Well, here, here's what he says. Whether you believe it, uh, whether you believe they're hit or miss, consistent in quality, uh, you can't go wrong with this wild ride into handheld decimation and ninety sensibilities. It's all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> or as I used to say, it's all that and a bag of chips with some dip and a Coke on the side with a candy bar. <laughs> mm. That is very nineties. Uh, Halloween Kills was number nineteen. Uh, is it a perfect film? Absolutely not. But its flaws don't distract from the overall enjoyment factor. I think that's a good description.
2: Uh, I don't know. What, what did, Garrett? What did you think, man? Halloween Kills? I'll go listen to the podcast, Lance, and find <laughs> out. There you go. All right. <laughs> Great timing. So. Uh, I, <laughs>
0: Go ahead. I'm um I'm of two minds of it. I think there are yeah, some good ideas not. in it. It's it's there's some good ideas, but man, they they really went off the fucking rails with that with it. They I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah
3: yeah I I missed that episode for us. I, I was gonna give it like a five, man. I, I I loved Michael Myers and they had some great kills, but the story was kind of silly. <laughs>
4: title gave you, right. what you what you wanted.
2: Yeah, I think I mean it was it was it was fun to watch. Brian and Nez both gave it tens, didn't you Brian?
4: I did not give it a 10.
2: No, okay. Did Nev did Nez give it a hella good?
4: Yes he did.
3: Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Uh number 20 is his house. We talked about that one. Uh in the haunted house subgenre one of the biggest negatives of a majority of the features suffers from uh, the notion of why, oh freaking why, the characters simply don't leave. Uh, we, of course, wrap this Id- uh, idiocy around excuses based on race and plot holes. Um, I myself have stated on many occasions that seven to 80, 70 to 80 percent of scary movies are based around insipid, inane, and reckless choices.
2: Uh, if <laughs> Stupid people, <our, thieves>, Brian.
3: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> If our if our players used a, a modicum of common sense and reasonability, uh there wouldn't be any story at all. And everyone would live. Roll credits. Have a nice day. Uh but what if the terror in question was the dangerous and sadistic destruction of a homeland and culture by which our characters had no choice but to run from to safer lands? Hmm. Well that may have answered my question of uh Ghosts or Dude That Told You to Stay. Uh, Right. Number 21. Yeah, okay. I'll check that one out. Is that one on Netflix?
4: Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie.
1: All right.
3: Uh, Number 21 is The Rental. Uh, These rentals are not freaking worth it. Even if the the view is killer. Uh. (laughs) Ah. Number 22 is Daniel Isn't Real. Uh, stylish, bright, and demented, uh, an engaging thriller that firmly reminds the power of our childhoods, mental health, and what we what can follow us into adulthood,
4: imaginary or otherwise. It's not as good as Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, that's what it oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: put that on the fucking video box. <laughs> right.
4: right on the front.
1: Uh. <laughs> Almost as good as Drop Dead Fred.
4: <laughs>
3: Uh, number 23 is the Headhunter. hunter uh, as the saying goes a little goes a long way
2: <laughs> what head
0: I don't know <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that, that sounds like a completely back. different movie in my eyes but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on <laughs> it comes after the nun movie
1: right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 24 is uh, demonic uh,
1: which <laughs> <laughs> not that Neo, one
3: though Neo not that one Brian <laughs> Neil Blomkamp, okay. Um I actually did find this by accident while looking for another movie with the same title. Well there's a fucking problem. <laughs> I wanted Neil Blomkamp's demonic uh no, no, So Messed Oh, this no, was the did. other one. Uh So messed up again alcohol.
0: Is Blomkamp's right. movie really that bad?
4: It's Brian. probably I'm a Neil Blomkamp fan, and yeah. I was disappointed to the fact this will probably be in my bottom five of the year. Ouch! Ouch.
0: He's hit or miss, man. He, he He's really been mostly is.
4: missed with me. I, I
0: yeah, I, I thought Chappie same was same okay. Year. Yeah, like I thought Chappie. Yeah, was I okay. didn't hate Chappie. <laughs> I thought yeah. his alien concept was cool, but like I don't think the guy can. He has great concepts. He just can't do anything with. Yeah,
2: him. can't pull it off. Right. Huh?
0: Yeah.
3: Like if he would write the script. And then hire a badass yes. director. Yes. That would be amazing.
2: It's mm-hmm. our, our Charles, Charles Band to do it.
3: Yeah. There you go.
4: I'd still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: number 25 is Scanners. A lot of intense staring. Wow. <laughs> the staring. So damn good. <laughs> Uh, number twenty six and twenty seven is the shed and the furies. I like Uh, both of those. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw the
4: furies. What was that? Uh, It's uh, that one's on Shutter. The women getting paired up with like psychopathic killers and killers fight each other, and they got to protect they got to protect a woman that they're paired up with, and they're just like out in the middle of some woods. And of course, you know, rich people are watching on the internet. (laughs) <laughs> of course, but of Seems course they Seems the way things go. <laughs> at
3: least people are finally fucking getting it. Uh, <laughs> an idyllic double dose from Shudder. Uh, mimicking old style of uh, old-timey grindhouse features, this humble schmo peaked at two flicks that may have distinct premises, uh, but enveloped the same gritty presentation with gusto. All right. Yeah, I'll, I didn't hate the shed. Them. I thought check the first half was better than the second, but it was good.
2: Mm. Yeah, we're we're paying for Shutter anyway, right? We may as well use it. Hey, uh,
3: look that that is a subscription service to, that I will actually give a little credit to. Normally, I'm totally anti-subscription service because all they're doing mm-hmm. is fucking you out of your money, but <laughs> I get it.
2: Yeah, Net, uh, Netflix. Netflix is what about thirty nine dollars a month now, Garrett? Uh, eighteen. It's crazy, huh?
0: Seventeen ninety nine. What? That is yeah. five
2: bucks.
4: Seventeen ninety nine. Thirteen after uh, thirty nine after they got to pay for that fucking Red Notice rock movie. Ouch. That's gonna, yeah. Dude, Although that's to be, be
3: fair, most people have a Netflix account that they rent out to
2: a hundred other people.
1: I don't True. Think it works that way. They, they well, limit not
2: you. Paying, yeah. When you got like four, four screens, they, they limit you, I think. Right?
3: It's like one if, guy pays for it, and then the whole family yeah. that lives I'm, across I'm the doing, entire I, country
0: pays Yeah. For it. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. That, yep. I'm the one paying for it while everybody else, you know.
2: <laughs> right? You're that guy. Good. Thank I'm you. that
0: guy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I've been there. Thank you for your service. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although Shudder, uh, you know, Shudder I had and then I discarded because, guys, there's just so many goddamn fucking uh, subscription services right now. Like you might as well have fucking cable at this point with how many are out there. Yeah, I like, know. That's my point. Yeah, I was paying like 120 a month for like everything I had. I'm like I had to get rid of some of them, and Shudder was one of them. Although there are more things coming out on Shudder that are making me want to re-up it. Um, yeah. I th- think they just get, did another edge of darkness i guess i, I think i saw that, that yeah. they did another one of those which yeah. i will definitely check out um so there's definitely things that i want to check out with Shudder. i'll probably re-up that but peacock and all that uh they can all go fuck themselves oh. <laughs> if get, you want to hear my complete stance on peacock it is on the halloween kills oh uh,
3: there you go philip
4: <laughs> get, um,
3: <laughs> get along great dude
4: <laughs> get amc plus uh shutters in- included with amc plus Oh, is it really? Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. Thank you. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
3: All right. And uh, number 28 is Spiral from the Book of Saw. Uh, I'm super super eager to see where they go from here and what could be left this series to explore. There's still a few more traps to set, and there's still a few more games to enjoy,
0: and I'm ready to play again. Wow. Right.
1: Saw.
0: There's another series I didn't think would ever get another. Um,
1: no <laughs> right.
0: another movie. Uh you know, I am I still haven't seen Jigsaw and I still haven't seen this one. I am oh, wow. saving it for when we do the retrospective. Yeah, I haven't okay. watched them. Makes sense. I'm I am I want to do the retrospective maybe this next year be, and then that will be the first time I watch those movies. So I have them both. I just haven't um put them in yet because I'm just waiting to go ahead and do that retro. Well, which is another I, and, long one.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: like there's uh, like a lot of stand up comedy writers That are getting big movies now, Uh and uh, everybody seems super surprised by it, like they don't spend their whole life writing anyway.
0: And by the way, stand-up comedy is a dark business. They Mm -hmm. all are Mm -hmm. fucking miserable people. Even Chris Rock, they are miserable people inside. So I could see where something (sighs) would come out of his head that would be actually very viable for this franchise, and I'm kind of excited to watch it. I'm just waiting for that green light. Yeah.
3: Like I I'm, I'm I'm hoping Chris Rock keeps going. Like I, I wow, want him geez. to do more movies and stuff. Wow. So, we'll see. <laughs> this may be the beginning. Uh Brian uh created a poll in our group. Uh he says, uh do you like Halloween kills? And the likes are way ahead of the dislikes. So, that's bless. Can we end this uh, fucking Please. <laughs> I'm so sick of talking about this movie. Stephen Loblad says uh, it was a good film. Uh, do need a better story in the next film to end the trilogy.
2: <laughs> a better I, story.
3: I, yeah. Might want to involve the main fucking character, but that's there. Fine. You go. <laughs> Uh, Tavares Ellis says uh, Michael Myers was just awesome that's all that matters to me I'm looking forward to the Halloween ends as long as they don't kill Michael uh, they can end Lori and her crew for all I care just don't end Michael <laughs> which is probably how that's going to go
4: <laughs> <laughs> they'll yeah, ha- yeah have uh, uh, Danny will direct
3: with a new yeah. girl that apparently doesn't matter all of a sudden Fuck it, give it to Dennis Villeneuve. See what the he does with Michael Myers.
2: Tim- <laughs> Timothy Chalamet will play Mike Myers. Dude, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine him doing a horror movie? I would love this. Oh, it'd be the longest one. What is he five foot five foot four or something like that?
3: No, the he, big- he like listen. Let let him do a Michael Myers movie where every scene is just this big beautiful fucking
0: slow-moving thing.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. oh, picture that, Garrett?
0: If people thought Stanley Kubrick made a fucking uh, pretentious <laughs> horror film, wait till they see a Dennis Villeneuve fucking horror film. Uh, that's all that I got like
2: to say. T- <laughs> I love
3: it. I, my word. I'd give it something <laughs> different. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for uh, listener feedback. Uh, our show intro is from Steve Carlton of the League Geeks. Um, and our artwork is from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Bam! Nailed the fucking line. First time and ever. Got it. Uh, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. And you may uh, win some cool shit, depending on when we get it back. But
0: we're sending this stuff out.
4: So... Yep. Lance, Eventually. I need I need those names.
3: Leave a review, win some stuff, guys.
0: You'll see my name pop up about six times on that list, right. by the
3: way. <laughs> um <laughs> the, uh,
0: <laughs> the artwork, by the way, is phenomenal for you guys to show. I love the artwork you get that, thank that, you. Yeah. Oh, thank you.
3: Yeah, that's uh that's not Sulani. Uh you can check her out on Instagram. I don't I'm not sure what the Instagram is anymore, but it's like at Natsulani. Not, not so artsy. Not so artsy. Not so artsy, that's what it was, yes. And, uh, yeah, she's got some cool stuff. Anyway. <laughs>
2: that's uh, that's, Jay, that's Jay's daughter. Jay Black's daughter, Garrett. Yes. Oh, no shit. Yeah, right. friend, friend, yeah. friend of the, binge, the binge-verse. the yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's moving generations. Yeah, moving generations. That's
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh,
3: all right. Well, let's move on to featured attractions. Uh, this week we're going to check out the stylish psychological horror with uh, Black Swan and Last Night in Soho. Uh, We'll start with Black Swan, 2010. Uh, You'll remember that one from the lesbian scene. (laughs) A a committed dancer struggles to maintain her sanity after winning the lead role in a production of Tchaikovsky's The Swan Lake. Uh, Swan Lake, not The Swan Lake, you know. Uh, Director is Darren Aronofsky, also known for Mother and Requiem for a Dream and a bunch of other shit. Uh, Writers are Mark Heyman, uh, Andres Hines, and John J. McLaughlin. Uh, Darren Aronofsky told journalist Kim Masters in a radio interview that Natalie Portman not only trained for a year as a dancer to to prepare for the role, uh, but paid for the training out of her own pocket until the film found investors. Uh, Aronofsky uh, attributed the film's getting made – uh, at all to Portman's dedication and enthusiasm. Uh, the soundtrack composed by Clinton Mansell uh, is a variation of Tchaikovsky's, I can't say his first couple names, <laughs> Swan Lake Ballot, uh, but played backwards in a distorted manner. Ah, right. I had no idea. I didn't either. <laughs> and hey, Natalie Portman, way to go.
0: Uh, yeah, so she won an Oscar for this.
4: Yeah. yeah multiple right. injuries filming this, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough sport.
3: Uh, Garrett, what would you think about uh, Black Swan? All right.
0: So back up a little bit. Lance tells me, come on our show. We'll talk about some Last Night in Soho. All right, great. I want to see that movie anyway. We'll do it. Little did I know when I opened the email for the fucking uh, format of this show, <laughs> I was gonna have to watch this fucking movie again <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I okay. promised
0: myself in 2010 after I came out of the theaters I would never see it again. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm not a fan of this movie at all. I think it's. Um, I went into it with an open mind. I'm like, okay, I haven't seen this in 10, 11 years. Let me see if it actually, you know, if it if it grows on me. It doesn't. I I think. Um, I think The Wrong Girl won an Oscar for this. I I, I think I think wow. Guinness is phenomenal in this. And I think yes. Natalie Portman just had to play the torturous thing, and it, it, she plays it up to the T. I am not an Aronofsky fan, for the most part. Uh, I thought Mother was daring, and that's the best I can give it. This movie was just... I was excited for it when it was coming out, and then when I saw it, I was so let down. And... I was let down again watching this. I think there was so much he could do with it besides what he does because by the end, you know what's going to happen. And when it does happen, it is so anticlimactic that I just didn't give a shit. So uh, I I thought there was more they could do. he could do with it that he actually just went – he didn't swing for the fences. He just did a um, – he did the safe version of the story, I thought. Really? Yeah. I'm not a fan okay. of this movie at all. Not,
3: but you, you said you're not a big Aronofsky fan, huh? No,
0: no, not really. Um, I, like I said, I thought Mother was daring. I, I gave him, I give directors credit. We'll get to another one here in a bit. I give directors credit for going outside their wheelhouse and doing something different. I thought uh, James Wan did it earlier this year. Um, like I loved with directors. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there are ways to do it though, where like it just doesn't come off as pretentious and this movie just comes off as pretentious to me and aronofsky just he he has a he has a real knack for taking on projects and and then letting him loose because i don't think he has a grasp of how to tell a narrative without going off into his own little headspace and making it go off the rails um this movie deserved to go off the rails and he played it safe um and i didn't like that okay huh i did like uh monica i think that makes sense yeah, I liked Monica Bellucci's husband a lot, or ex-husband at this point, um, Vincent Castle. I thought every time he was on screen, like, you paid attention to him, and I forgot mm-hmm. just how how much you fucking hated that prick by the end of this movie. Like, it was so just like he was just pushing these girls to the point of fucking insanity, uh, which might be the point of the movie. Um, uh, I thought Barbara Hershey was great, um, but um, yeah, the whole Natalie Portman Center storyline, it just – like, you think it goes somewhere, and it doesn't, and it, it, I didn't like it.
4: He was married yeah. to Monica Bellucci? He was, yeah. That fucking bastard.
0: Yeah, no that shit. grand <laughs> slam to go to another baseball metaphor, because this movie, this fucking podcast talks about sports too, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the grand slam he hit was he fucking nailed Monica Bellucci for like 10, 11 years, and they divorced, uh, I think, five, six years ago. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I imagine she's pretty wild, but uh,
3: probably also kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brian, what'd you think about it?
4: Um, I'm also not a big Darren Aronofsky fan. Um, I thought the movie was fine. I thought the the, the cast was fine. Uh, I do like the seeing the progression of Natalie Portman's character because she's very childlike in the beginning and to where she ends up at the end. I thought was 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 pretty cool. I did wish we get a little bit more with uh, Barbara Hershey's character and what was going on in their relationship. But Garrett, I have to agree with you. I'll probably never watch this movie again. I found it boring. I do, I do appreciate and respect what they did to get the movie made and what Natalie Portman went through Mm -hmm. and just watching what ballet dancers do to get ready and uh, prepare for a performance. I respect that and what they showed and, but I was bored to tears with this movie and I, I 100% agree Ouch. with you they they played it completely safe. Wow I, I just I, I wanted this movie to just go completely off the rails at the end and I mm. just didn't feel it, it even came close to that.
3: Yeah I, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I uh, originally really liked it when I watched it. Um, You like that scene. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. That's one of the best scenes in movie history. I like that one, and... the one in the nineties, what wild things! <laughs> ah,
1: let's just, just get the lowest
2: common denominator here, huh? <laughs> <Just Christ. laughs> fucking wild things! <laughs> no,
3: I, I I I think it was a good movie. Um, I think he said some things. I can definitely see where it would have been better had it like gone off the rails a little further, because it was still, you know, like almost reality, but not quite there, which was sort mm-hmm. of the whole theme of the movie i guess you know you weren't really sure what was real and what was not and uh it, had it had it really flown off the deep end and she went fucking nuts at the end i think that would have been yes probably better yeah that's a good that's a good point um i i i like the movie i think it's a great movie uh
0: but it's not one that i'm gonna watch multiple times and I think you can say that about all of Aronofsky's stuff. I mean I saw Red yep. Room for a Dream when it first came out. I never, ever revisited it. Not because I don't like it per se. I, it's just because I don't want to go through that experience again. Yeah. Like It is That's a rough. tough movie That's to get rough. through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I, just a, a lot of the stuff that he does is very – Yeah. Uh, Uncomfortable. you got to go through a journey, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I like Mother was the same way. I really liked Mother and mm-hmm. – uh, I, I think it was Lance's number one movie, right?
2: Yeah, it's the only other film other, other than uh, Clockwork Orange that I give a ten to, Garrett. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, it's my <laughs> only other ten on ten. Yeah, it, look, I, looking at his filmography, I, I, outside of The Wrestler, I don't think I've seen.
2: You haven't seen. Any, you haven't seen Pie. The one that's I was going to No, I pie. mean I
4: haven't seen anything more than once outside <clears throat> okay. of The Wrestler. But.
2: Gotcha. Not Noah, huh? Didn't didn't watch didn't didn't sit there and binge Noah three times in a row. did you? <laughs> no, because I I didn't know never Noah
4: fought one. rock monsters and stuff. Yeah, like
2: that, so you didn't didn't miss <laughs> much. You didn't miss much, Philip. <laughs> he, to me, he's super hit or miss. He's not like a Kubrick, but you know when he hits, he hits for me for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, movie, I mean, he spoke to me. He he, he definitely goes very metaphorical
3: in a lot of stuff that he does, and. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know? Exactly. Um, eh, I I thought it was a really solid film, um, and it's definitely one of those you know Oscar kind of movies, you know?
2: Oscar Oscar bait? Is that what you're trying to say?
3: There you go. That's exactly what it was. It worked.
2: It got her the fucking statue, (laughs) so... Unlike the ginger dead man, Garrett. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) crap.
3: But... uh, (laughs) The pretentious point, I definitely get that. <laughs> uh, Lance,
2: you said you didn't rewatch it, but I, I, I know oh, yeah. Aronofsky is I, one of your guys. Yeah, but I haven't seen this one in years, and I can't really speak to it. And I also remember being a little bit nonplussed by it. Um, I, I just went in with such, such high expectations, and it just never quite delivered. So I, I don't feel like I can chime in because I probably haven't seen it since it first came out.
3: OK, well, fucking Natalie Portman, though, this is this is the one where she went, oh, I'm a real fucking actress. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I she did that. that before. Didn't she do that with the um, oh, God, what the fuck was the name of the, that one? That, the one where she was a little she... girl?
2: The, no, <laughs> well, that one, too.
0: Yeah, she huh? definitely was arrived a as an actress in that movie. But um, because that was her first movie. Duh. Uh, <laughs> what was the one I'm thinking of? A uh, closer. That was the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Where, that was the one where people really paid attention to her acting. Yeah, I, I could see that. Okay. Yeah.
3: And see, and I've never been a big Natalie Portman fan, but – Right. I, like, every time she comes out in a movie, it's like, all it's right, Natalie Portman, right? whatever. And then, I, like, she surprises me. She's mm-hmm. always good. So,
0: good actress. I believe I have a review of this on my Letterbox too. I think I have a full review of it because I did do a review of it for a site I was working on at the time.
2: Yeah, um, it, would, it would make sense. We'll look for that, uh, yeah. Brian. You're really into Letterbox, right?
4: Yeah, I don't leave reviews though. You don't just no. just uh,
2: just well, scores, huh? You know what? Yeah. You know what I did with it because
0: most sites I've worked. For for I mean I don't know if this is a this is this says a lot about what I <laughs> what uh about what I bring to it but most sites I work for a crash and burn. Uh, so <laughs> what I do is I just pull them and I and then that's where I keep them for um you know so that I actually have them instead of you know the site going down and me never seeing it again. Um, so I have hundreds and hundreds of reviews up there just uh, because I pulled them and actually put them up there to preserve them. Nice. nice. All right, well, let's go, uh,
3: scores on Black Swan. Garrett, from one to ten, what do you think?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, this, um, for acting purposes, um, and, um, the few bits of psychological horror I did like in it, I, I'll, I'll go straight for, like, it just, it didn't, gra- it didn't grab me at all, and, yeah. um. Uh, and by that final scene, you know, I know it's supposed to be a grandiose scene and it's supposed to be a huge revelation, but it just underwhelmed me to the point where I can't even go five. I can't, I can't even go average because I just, I, I felt so underwhelmed by this film. And I remember that when this movie was coming out, I was reading Fangoria magazine and they had articles on it. Like Fangoria magazine was covering a fucking Darrenske Nally Portman movie, and it, and it really was like. It, I was really excited for it and there were, you know, I was reading a ton of stuff at that time because I was a college student not wanting to go home because I was in a toxic relationship. And I'm like, I would just go to Barnes and Noble, pick up these magazines and just look at them and, and I I'd just be so hyped about this movie. This movie was one I was hyped for. And um I just cannot There was a lot to- of hype for it. Yeah, absolutely there was, and so I could not help but walking out that theater, though, just being, feeling so underwhelmed, and that's what I felt after watching it for this, uh, for this podcast was I, I, I stopped it, and I wanted to go in with an open mind, and it's happened in the past. Go back to our reviews. There have been movies that I've reviewed. Um, and then I come back to, him, I'm like, you know, there were things that I, I just, I, I didn't catch that I really liked about this time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and this is one that me and my sister argue about all the time. Cause this is like one of her top 10 favorite movies of all time. And, uh, I would try to see what she saw in it and I just couldn't. It's, um, it's an easy <laughs> for me. <laughs> try I what try, say, man. What, I really do.
2: I swear to God. A four. <laughs> For off uh, you, you timestamp you know, that, Brian. For the
0: people out there, yes. for the people, for the people out there, yeah, I, I swear to God, there are times on my podcast that I do like movies. I don't want to come on here and just shit on every
2: single fucking movie. <laughs> but this is the fucking hand you guys well, are dealing me. You so, know, fuck off. They don't call they don't call you four on ten for nothing.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, there are movies I like on my podcast. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs>
2: Play the cards you dealt.
4: <laughs> Brian, what did you think? Um I'm kind of in the middle there. I I give it a 5. Um I thought it was fine. I like I like I said I'll never watch it again. There there was a there was <laughs> moments in there where endorsement. I Yeah, there was moments in there where I, where I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um I, I did want to see a little bit more of Barbara Hershey, maybe a little bit more from Mila Kunis. The way they were depicting her character wasn't really where I thought it was going to end up at the end, especially the, the, the scene where she's getting pushed up against the mirror and
2: kind of weird, the,
4: huh? Yeah. I thought there was going to be more to it than just breaking the mirror and then getting stabbed. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Just,
3: yeah. If you bill it as like a horror movie, it's not really what
4: it is. Uh, but I'll, I'll give it an extra half point for Vincent. Marion, Monica Bellucci, <laughs> bravo, bravo, buddy, Bravo. And Good if any, you.
2: not Vincent D'Onofrio, huh?
4: No. Uh, if any of our listeners ever did ballet, I want to know. They showed the scene what they do to their ballet shoes by ripping the soles out, and yeah, I, was, I, 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 I looked it up. I understand why they do it, but why do they sell the shoes like that if they're just going to rip them out and do all that?
1: Yeah,
2: just make them the way that they're going to fuck them up anyway, right?
4: Or at least not have the soul sense. in there. It's so, I, soul because I read it's it's a common it's a common thing that they do. So I don't I don't understand. Somebody if well, somebody knows, let us know. Kind like breaking in a baseball glove, I guess.
2: Ah, hmm. same concept, huh? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Put, putting pine tar on a bat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Hitting a grand slam, right, Garrett? <laughs> <laughs> That's our theme for the night, isn't it? There you go. Here it
3: is. <laughs> um, I, I think, realistically, this movie probably gets like a seven. Um, uh, probably more of like a six for me. Uh, just uh, because of the pretentious factor, you know what I mean? Like
2: <laughs> the P yeah. factor.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's 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 a good movie. It's definitely worth watching if you've never seen it. It's it's I think it's I think it's a movie that you need to watch once. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But I have no desire to watch it again. (laughs) All right. Lance, you got a score for it or no?
2: Not really. No, I don't I don't feel fair. I I don't feel like it's fair for me to chime in because I uh, I got as far as that scene when they were changing the shoes out. And I thought, why the fuck are they doing this? Why not just sell the shoes that way? So, uh, so maybe maybe I'll turn. just I'll leave my review at that at, at that one line. How about that? All right. Don't you get ballet? All right. Uh, last night
3: in Soho. This one ought to be good. <laughs> Uh, in acclaimed director, Edgar Wright's psychological thriller, uh, Eloise, an aspiring fashion designer, is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s, uh, where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer, Sandy. Uh, but the glamour is not all as it appears, uh, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something far darker. Uh, director is Edgar Wright, also known for Shaun of the Dead. And uh, a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah. Writers. A lot of other stuff by now. Yeah. What uh, What was the one? Uh, Scott Pilgrim. I fucking love mm. that. That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. And all of the other Shaun of the Dead stuff. End of the World <laughs> or whatever it's called. Yeah. All those. Uh, writers Edgar Wright and uh, Christy Wilson Cairns. Uh, The first Edgar Wright film to have a female protagonist. Hmm. Um, The title comes from a song by pop band Dave D. uh, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Tick. (laughs) Last Night at Soho, released in 1968. (laughs) That was a hard one to get through. Easy for you to say. (laughs) All right, Garrett. You saw Last
0: Night in Soho. What did you think? I have to start this off again. Can't you go somewhere else for (laughs) once? Oh, boy. Um, Here we go. Um, All right. Let me start off. Before I get into what I'm going to say about this, again, I want to say I do like when directors step outside their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And there is no question that, like, Edgar Wright thinks about each one of his shots more than I thought about my college thesis. Yes. Like, every one of these shots is so well thought out. But I was pretty disappointed in this, i got to say. Um, mm-hmm. If you had told me at the beginning of the year that James Wan would have made a better Giallo film than Edgar Wright, I would have fucking punched you in the face. But that's exactly what <laughs> happened. Oh, I that's loved, what
2: happened this year. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: yeah. I love Malignant a lot uh, yeah. because of that third act. I don't like this movie because of its third act. I think he sets everything up brilliantly. I think um, – I. I And this cast, by the way, uh, fucking phenomenal. You get these two girls here. Anya Taylor-Joy, I have raved about her constantly on my show. Um, She is so awesome. But she has nothing to do here but look pretty and audition for future future musicals. Yeah. That's what she's doing. And Thomas and Mackenzie, I love, love, love. um, God damn, what the fuck? Jojo
4: Rabbit. No, no,
0: that
2: was good. Oh, I like that, that one said. too. But
0: Leave No Trace is one of my favorite movies. Of oh, okay. Okay. Um, I think she is just an amazing actress, and I like her wide-eyed look in this. I like her acting in this. But yeah, this movie was from the offset where, where for some reason, Edgar Wright decided to start the movie off with a tribute to Adventures in Babysitting with that intro, uh, <laughs> with her dancing around. Um, I, 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 Great I thought movie, it was... by the way. <laughs> I know, guys. I was left pretty empty by this. I, and and by uh-huh. the way, like I've seen a lot of people compare this to Dario Argento, which I definitely see, but I haven't seen anyone mention David Lynch, which I think. Ah,
2: uh-huh. okay. I got. You. I, I
0: hear you. The first half of this really mimics uh, Mohan Drive pretty well, down to the way that
2: well, you know, there there was a lot of Suspiria in there too. I, the, absolutely. To the
0: yeah, yeah, uh, th- that's why you know Dario Argento. I de- that's why I definitely see that. But again, he mimics David Lynch to the point where he just can't quite stick the ending like David Lynch normally mm-hmm. can. I. Um, I think the unestablishment of rules really hurts the second half of this movie. I, I to the point where I just had a lesser impact from the ending than uh, Wright probably wanted. Uh, fair, like fair it's okay.
1: Enough.
0: What's that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I I think you know with with where this movie goes and, and at, with the way he sets everything up, like I, I understand that you know the, the the point of point of it is to, um, you know, show this woman going crazy, but there has to be some rules, and he does not establish any rules as to where this movie goes. Um, some shots of this, like the reflection in the knife as it was coming down and the blood was spurting, was fucking amazing. Like there are so many things about this I do like. But overall, guys, I was pretty disappointed by this. I gotta say. <laughs> and and Lance, I took you up on your offer where you said you know you gotta see us in theaters, and that's exactly what I did. I right. happened,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I happened to the be theater.
0: in Reno yesterday, and I, and I mm-hmm. was going to stream this. I was going to stream it on my TV, but I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? Fuck it. Like I'm here. I'm gonna go ahead and see this in theaters so I could take all the sound in. And I'm glad I did because that sound surrounds you.
2: And yeah, I think definitely. Yeah.
0: And, I think he did a very good thing by bringing in this female writer because she worked on 1917, which is one of the only Sam Mendes movies I actually like. Oh, I uh, love
2: that movie. Yeah. yeah. World War One.
0: Yeah. She she brought a lot to this as far as um, uh, the female uh, protagonist, um, but by the end, I was pretty checked out of it.
2: Yeah. No, I I hear you, man. I'm I'm, I'm glad that I saw this in the theater for yeah. sure because the. Uh, yeah, the sound was phenomenal in this. And like, there were scenes when, when she was in the other world, when she would go to sleep at night and dream about it or whatever was happening. And you could just like hear chatter, like all up and down the theater on each side, like where uh-huh. people were. Like, you're in, you're immersed. It was very immersive. I kind of yes. almost wish, wish I'd seen it in 3D, although I don't know, you know, if it would have made that much difference. But, um, it, it was definitely immersive. I, I don't know. Does Edgar Wright have a background in music? Like, was he in a band or w- was he a musician at a young age or anything? Because th- this I dude don't can, know if he was a musician. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, that's a, that's this a good dude, question. This dude but can pick songs. <laughs> he's been big into music, though. I mean, Baby
0: Driver. Oh, big into music.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just a super fan like like Quentin Tarantino, yeah. right? Like, yeah. You know, he. He picks the perfect songs, and then it's got these songs. And I was really, I was wondering. I had to research these guys, some of the songs they they played in the um, in the movie because I I remember those as like hits in the eighties and nineties. And I'm like, wait a minute, did they have somebody, a female singer, go back and make it sound like an early nineteen sixty sound? But they did songs that were written in the you know late eighties. And I looked it up, and no, those were actually. Those were, those were actually songs that were originally done in the early sixties by, by different artists. And yeah. Um, one of them was written by, uh, uh, shit, Burt, Burt Bacharach. <laughs> it's that, that <laughs> one that, uh, the new wave band did in the eighties, always something there to remind me. You guys remember uh, that one? Oh yeah. Oh Good yeah. Song. Well, now, in I, the 80s. <laughs> I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I mean, I think that this should probably be up for sound mixing, um, as well as the Dune movie that we saw last week, this this uh, we're getting to Oscar bait week, I, or uh, I guess a little bit here. But um, I'm totally with Garrett in that. Um, to me, it became uber uber predictable, and I never predict movies. You can ask AJ; she always figures everything out at the end. I'm like, what? That, how, where, where did you see that coming? How did you know that that person's wife was going to be sick the whole time, or that you know that that person was going to be the killer at the end of it? Um, I I uh, I was so disappointed, and and saw I, this one coming. Well, I did, I did, and I huh. loved. I, I thought loved. from the moment she was introduced. I thought from the moment I loved she. I introduced. the way they started. Mm-hmm. I, I love the way they started the movie. I like the throwback. Brian Brian knows I love musicals. Nobody else on the podcast does. Um, but I I, I love the scene at the beginning. I love e- everything he did with with sound mm-hmm. on this. And, um, you know, like you were saying, Garrett, he he takes every shot very seriously. So there's a lot of artistry here, but I think it was just severely lacking in story. That's all I'm going to say. A little predictable.
0: You and Matt can rebel against me by starting your own musical podcast because he's been trying to get me to do musicals on the fucking Aftertaste for years now.
2: Oh, you got <laughs> to do – there's got to be at least one one music fran- musical franchise, right?
0: Yeah, there, there's, there's, he definitely wants to do those. Um, I, I will like say this. Cats? As much as I was down on this, I, think, <laughs> I think this movie does warrant second viewings. Um, yeah, I think there are things about this that I probably didn't catch the first time, maybe because I was taking notes and I wasn't really paying attention to uh, a few shots that go by really quick. Uh, there might be little nuances that I missed. Uh, sure so there I,
2: are. Yeah, lot, I think a lot of detail and care. given. Yeah. To it. Yeah. And I think I think I
0: did I did this movie a disservice by not seeing it at least twice um,
4: because, yeah, there are things I think I missed. All right, Brian, what would you think? Okay, um, I thought the cast was great. Uh, I think Thomas and McKenzie, I think she's going to be a star. Yeah. At, at the the more roles she gets, um, Anya Taylor Joy. She's 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 always great. And majority of the stuff I've seen her in except for class, which that movie was garbage.
0: Um, uh, well, then, <laughs> and then and then rough. she fought and then she fought a big bear in uh in that stupid fucking X Men movie. <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: was, oh she yeah. In
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I ever saw that one. I'm an X-Men guy. (laughs) She does a fucking accent in that, and I felt so bad watching her
2: just suffer. on. Yeah, uh, Russian accent. Canadian accent or what? Russian. (laughs) It was Russian. It was Russian. I'm sorry. I
4: I wish we would have got a little bit more of Terrence Stamp in here. I I liked him in the movie. Um, One of the big pluses. huh?
0: It took me over half the film to realize that was Terrence Stamp and that not was Malcolm Terrence McDowell.
4: Stamp.
0: <laughs> yeah, same here. I thought man. it was Malcolm McDowell the entire time. Did and then I looked,
2: yeah. yeah, I did. And I was it like, looks like him. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was just he, like not sure who it was. I just knew it was a distinguished actor. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I kind of saw what they was trying to do with that character. There, there, there was a lot of stuff that was predictable in this movie for me. Uh, the big, the big takeaway for me in this movie is when. She gets transported to this different time period. I felt like I was going there with her, with the yeah. with the setting and the wardrobe and the music. I thought that was well mm-hmm. done. There was a yeah. lot of camera shots that were great. Um,
2: and and to and to go back to uh, to Garrett's binge aftertaste, uh, they they had a Sean Connery James Bond movie poster up there.
4: Yes, oh yeah. yeah, Thunderball. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I like Matt Smith in it. Is, is that The Doctor? doctor. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was fine in it. Um, But yeah, this movie, it it got way too predictable. And I I did not like the third act. And by the time we got to the third act, I I was just kind of wanting the movie to be over by then. So not definitely not my favorite Edgar Wright movie by far. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, and I I can definitely agree with that. But he... Like you were saying earlier, he's got uh, this Quentin Tarantino esque, like put music in the film to make it good kind of a thing. And Mm -hmm. he does that better than just about anybody. Uh, Uh, I mean,
2: that's well said. Yeah. I I definitely hear you.
3: Like, uh, Scott Pilgrim is still a movie that I'll go back and watch again. Uh, I fucking love it, man. Uh, The music is great. And, you know, and in uh, this one, I, I mean, I'm not a huge 60s music fan, um, but I, I think the way that he placed it, uh, he, he did it very well. Um, I, I love a lot of the shots in there where, like, she's stuck in the mirror kind of thing and stuff like that. And I kind of like that they didn't really have rules at that point, at least, mm-hmm. uh, where – Okay. You know, like sometimes she was her, and then sometimes she was trying to get to her. And, uh, I, I thought that that worked because it was kind of like a dreamlike state. Um, but yeah, ha- had they gone, uh, it definitely was doesn't really compare to Malignant <laughs> as far as the Giallo movie because that's kind of what it is. Um, yeah. Now I'm torn.
1: <laughs> I, I,
3: I, I liked it, man. I, I, I liked it, but I, I think that you're probably right on the ending. Um, I didn't really see it coming, but I wasn't trying to. And uh, I, I guess you can't have a I See Dead People movie without a twist ending, huh? <laughs> what are you
2: going to do? You want to call it that, you know?
3: Yeah. I, I
2: guess we'll get into that later, right, in spoilers. But uh, yeah. It wasn't that big of a twist. It was kind of, it was sort of, to me, evident, self-evident from really early on. Maybe not as early yep. as, as you guys saw it, Garrett and Brian, but uh, uh, it was, even for a dunce like me, I kind of figured it out. You know, I kind of like what they
3: did with it, though. I I, I kind of yep. like what they did with the ending. Uh, you know, maybe they could have uh, hidden it a little better, but uh, uh but I, I I like that take on it. So kind of a feminist thing, I guess,
2: all right, uh before we say too much, right,
3: yeah, 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 <laughs> I guess we'll roll into spoilers with that one, uh all right, let's go scores first, uh Garrett 4 on 10. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> there
0: was there's there is there there way too much style. And mm-hmm. way too much love for Edgar Wright um, hey. to this to this um, movie, to this genre, for me to give it a four. I think a lot of thought went into okay. this <clears throat> and more power to him. But I think his storytelling is where it gets him in trouble. Um, okay. You know, I, I mentioned an unestablishment of rules, and Scott Pilgrim has that as well. But the thing about Scott Pilgrim was you felt like you were in a video game in that movie. And, yeah. and, and video games have no fucking rules. So oh. I, f- I felt safe in that one, and I felt – And I felt better coming out of that than I did coming out of this. Um, I am going to go – for those who love their movies with style and for those who love their movies um, that don't have a close narrative, I want to go ahead. I'll go – (laughs) God.
1: I'll
0: go six. The style really carries this movie. It it really does. I can't go over that because I think it would do – That's good, man. You liked yeah. it more than you didn't like it then. I, I, I liked it more than I didn't because of its style and because Edgar Wright just brings so much to anything he does. It's it's like a Tarantino movie where you want to hate a Tarantino movie, but you can't really bring yourself to. Yeah. Um, and there and I definitely went through that when we did that retrospective a couple of years ago. Uh, so, But there's way too much love to this genre and way too much love for film for me to, to down it too much. But I think when it comes down to it, and you're watching this as a movie, like if I were to bring my girlfriend to this, who has no idea, you know, she's she's not a real film buff like I am, and, and she's you know she's not here, she's in the Caribbean with her daughter right now, so there was no way I could have brought her to this. Um, I would have like. She would probably come out and be disappointed because she didn't know what the fuck was going on. She doesn't know who Edgar Wright is. And I think somebody who doesn't know who Edgar Wright is and is coming in as a layman just wanting to watch a movie because they saw the poster <laughs> would walk out of it pretty, pretty like, OK, what the fuck was that and and <laughs> what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, I think weird. those
0: who love this movie love Edgar Wright, and there's no one who loves just straight film and is going to come out of it happy. It's a weird
3: um, poster. It kind of looks like yeah. a Star Wars poster.
0: Yeah, it, it does. Is, it's a very bizarre poster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I But you know what? That's I, I neon. can't. Yeah. The fact that I like him too much, I can't go too down. So, yeah, I'll go six because I'm an, like, a Necker Wright fan but i will say so, at is least a, one
2: fan point there huh
0: yeah absolutely and but i will say as a fan of the guy i was highly disappointed that um i shouldn't say highly i was disappointed with what he turned out here because i think there could have been so much more to it
2: all right uh lance yeah agreed um definitely could have been a lot more to it i brian and philip you guys both know that i've fully went into this year expecting this to be on my top 10. I mean, I'd, I'd already penciled it in. It was, it it was, it was going to be on my top 10 by the end of the year. Yeah, it's def, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely fallen short of that mark. Um, uh, man, what a, what a great theater going experience though, right? To sit in there and hear this sound and all the conversations going on around you, like you're in an old nightclub in the sixties and, Look in the mirror and you see, you know, somebody there that you're dreaming of being and you're kind of that person for a little while. And then you start feeling, you know, uh, like you want to protect that person and and be that person and, you know, kind of fall into the the deep ocean there. Um, So that all that all was very good, the way he got all of that. Um, But unfortunately, the to me, um, put it this way, if I can predict what's going to happen Like one, two, three, like right on the nose, like even the changes of tempo, um, which, you know, we can't go into in spoilers, but like where you focus from this person to now this person's evil, but this person's not really evil. And you see all of that coming. Like to me, that, that was a disappointment. I, I wanted something a little bit more original. I wanted something a little bit more like, you know, Shaun of the Dead or some of, some of those other movies that, that, that he did that are so inspired or, or even the TV show that he did, Spaced, where each episode was kind of its own little mini-story, but it was the same characters. Um, very well done. And this, this, I just think he's gotten a little bit uninspired. And again, yeah, yeah sizzle over steak, style over substance, however you want to put it. But uh, uh, seven, out, 7 out of 10. I, I will go 7.
4: Okay. Brian, what did you think? Uh, Lance, I'm right there with you. As much as I didn't like that third act, I thought the production design, the cinematography, the cast, uh, the music, I thought all that was great. Uh, just a little too predictable for me, but um, I'm going to also go with a 7.
3: Uh, I think I'm going to go 8. Uh-huh. I, Top 10? Yeah. Um, maybe. We'll see how it goes. How, how uh, would this I, compare to Night Teeth? Since you brought that up earlier, I, I think it's a better movie than
2: Night Teeth. Night Teeth was fun, okay, Night uh, but Teeth I was really more looking. fun. This was yeah. more artistic. I got you. Yes,
3: this it was more arti- It was more artistic. It, like the style over substance thing totally makes sense because it was it was it was a little artistic, but like the music stuff, you hit music in there and 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 make it good and make the movie flow with it, and I'm pretty much sold. So. It's hard to hard to argue with that. I like it.
1: Okay.
3: Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I they, they could have gone a little crazier. It was uh, a little <sighs> disappointing, I guess, at the ending. You know, like that. It could have been. It could have been very
2: cool. Got, got, uh, got a little flaccid, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Um. Let me just say that as as down as I was on this movie, and I know it's not an original song, but I would not fret if the Oscars had Anya Taylor Joy perform downtown on it. Yeah, I, thought, no I every time she did that in this movie, like it was just an part the pun, but it was an absolute joy to see, like her just <laughs> jump on that stage and and do this song, like it that that really brought a lot to this, you know? Yeah,
3: and yeah, it I, brought it brought a dreamlike
0: sing. quality to it. Buddha thunk, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Freaky, oh, I just love that. Gorgeous. I love that woman so much. I just yeah, oh, she's so fucking good.
3: She looks like an anime character.
0: Yeah. yeah she does. With
3: weird eyes. She looks like a
4: <laughs> sloth. Oh. I, that I mean, yeah, I, take that. I didn't. Oh, How dare you? Well, no, I can see that. <laughs> but like a hot sloth. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like... Uh, no, never mind.
0: You know what? And I'm and I'm and I will admit, just recently, like I think about a month ago, I'm coming off the high of getting through uh, the Queen's mm-hmm. Gambit. So, like, I've been on a Anya Taylor Joy just complete high lately. And so that okay. that might you know that might have something to do with the fact that I was disappointed that she wasn't used more in this.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
3: yeah I think that that changes things too
0: uh-huh. like
3: had she played a little bit bigger part because I was expecting her to be like the star of the show and she kind of yeah yeah yeah
0: which might be I well which might be Edgar Wright's card you know that might be the card yeah. that he want to play with this um which I respect him for but at the same time as a fan of a girl I, I I was disappointed
3: but uh i yeah all all in all uh definitely a good watch it's. I may watch it again, maybe. But it was definitely worth watching once.
0: I love that the movie got an 8 out of 10 from you, and I'm the one who gave it a 6, and I'm saying I would still watch it, and you're saying no, I probably would, but I'm not sure. i might.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of shit to do. I, I, I yeah, can't, can't even watch twice.
3: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so let's go spoiler territory.
0: This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned.
3: Um, And talk I, about the twist I, ending.
4: Can I, yeah, can we jump to the end? Yeah. Was it really necessary for for this old lady to hide what she did this entire time? I mean, she murdered a guy that was pimping her out and trying to kill her.
3: Uh, she murdered a lot of guys.
4: Did she? Yeah, like I might all of us. That part. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. yeah and You she, know what? She she what was a dirty hooker that murdered murdered many many men and made a lot of bad decisions <laughs> in her life, what, and is now you, living the in the same fucking place that she grew up in with no consequences.
2: <laughs> are you Mike Myers as the Cat in the Hat, dirty hoe? Is that <laughs> yes. What you're saying, Philip? Yeah, man. And, she just made bad decisions.
0: What a yep. um, what a final role for Diana Rigg, though. You know this is this is quite a way to go out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Brian in the fact that I thought from the second she was introduced, like mm-hmm. I thought that, that the arrows were over her head, saying you know, pay the attention. Old ladies? Yeah, yeah, Oh yeah, this is And Taran, killer.
4: and they wanted you to think Terrence Stamp was the the Matt yeah, Smith character. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. And that was a that was a bad card. That was that badly played. I thought.
3: Yeah, I figured when they went back to the past and uh, showed that one guy who was like, seemed to actually kind of give a shit while she was uh-huh. talking to all the different Johns, uh, I was like, ah, uh, I wonder if he's that guy. And then I knew the old lady had something to do with it. I didn't know that it was going to be her, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But, ah. Eh. I, like, I don't know, just a, an old lady coming after you with a knife is not that scary.
4: <laughs> I, I did like the attention to details, though, with the camera, the angles and stuff, just just little stuff. Like if uh, Anya Taylor-Joy was running and running past a mirror, you would yes. see Thomas and McKenzie just even if it was a split second. Yeah. she would be in the mirror.
0: Yeah, again, and that goes to Edgar Wright's attention to detail. You know, he, he, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think me taking notes during this movie, because I, 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 I think I missed a lot of that, those little nuances that he brought.
3: Well, and then the, uh, so I was a little confused, like you were saying with the rules about, uh, like when she was running through the alleyway and there's all these yeah. guys trying to oh. grab her, but then they do grab yeah. her and they pull her down. I'm like, uh, so
4: I took it as she, I took it as she had like a. A gift that she can see dead people. I could be <laughs> yeah. wrong. I mean, oh, sounds I mean familiar. Well, they, she did see her but, mother but like, in the beginning yeah. of the
0: movie. Yeah. At the very beginning of the movie, she uh-huh. sees her mother. And I and I and I thought of that, oh, too, Brian, right.
2: where that's
0: right. Where I, I think they that he meant for you to see that, you know, like right. so that that doesn't kind of sneak up on you. But at the same time, when you have zombies at the end of this fucking movie, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Like, yeah. Like, can they grab her? <laughs> and that's what I mean by going off the rails without any rules. Like, where the fuck did these come from?
3: Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then, <laughs> but I, I kind of do like at the end where they're all like, help me, help me. And, uh, it was, uh, the old lady who ended up killing everybody. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I did think that was kind of a cool little aspect, you know? Cause I, I was I was a little concerned at at one point that uh, the movie was going to go into this patriarchy men are a bunch of rapist thing
1: Black, <laughs> Black Christmas party Black Christmas
3: style yeah. <laughs> and would uh, never I, escape I,
4: that movie. I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I appreciate that they sort of led you that way and then went the other direction with it.
0: Yeah. It, let me let me just say, um, you know, the the um, I had two options this year as far as directors to do retrospectives of. It was either going to be Amma Shyamalan or Edgar Wright. I chose Amma Shyamalan just because I think there's a lot more debate to that. I think a, the majority of Edgar Wright's work is so universally praised. I didn't think there would be interesting discussions involved with those movies. Um, but the more I, I watch this movie, I think. I'm thinking, man, like we could have saved the best for last with this because there is a lot to dissect here. There is a lot to look into here more than any other Edgar Wright movie, which I was not expecting when I saw this. Um, And so that was something that I, I was I was thinking, man, like, did I make the wrong choice? Because Edgar Wright doesn't bring a lot of nuance to his movies. What you see is what you get with his stuff, which, you know, I love. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I, I, there's absolutely. so much about his work. I do like – I'm one of the few people I who really loved Baby Driver. Like I thought that movie was I amazing. I loved it too. It's great. Oh, it's a great, great tribute to the driver, I thought. Like I, I just yeah. thought it was, it was a very nicely done tribute to those old-style chase movies, and he brought his own nuance to it. Again, brought his, his own music. style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly because of his – yeah, his gift of the ear. Um, but at the same time, I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, man, like –
4: there could have been so much more.
1: There
0: could yeah. have been so much more.
4: Yeah, and then Robinson um, McKenzie was in a M Night Shyamalan movie.
0: Yeah, exactly, and we talked yeah. about that. So oh, was yeah,
4: she was she
2: in Split on her
4: way she up. She was an old. No, she was an old.
2: Ah, okay. She was with the rapping the young rapping child. <laughs>
4: was, no, that the, was the wannabe rapper. The visit.
2: Oh, old.
4: Um, okay, old was,
2: sorry.
4: Old had a rapper in it. I'm getting. Mid- Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> didn't, size sedan. Did have a
2: rapper, but it wasn't a little white
3: blonde-haired rapper, right? Oh god.
4: No. Well,
3: and like you were saying, Jojo Rabbit. I mean, Taika Waititi yeah. uh-huh is another one yeah. of my favorite directors. And uh, another guy, a lot of style. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's hitting them all, so mm-hmm. I expect her to do great things. She,
2: hopefully, she's not literally oh. literally hitting them all.
3: She's been got a little so. <laughs> Hopefully not. Nice. <laughs> Although, fuck it. I, you never know with Hollywood. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. If, if, anything,
0: if the last five years have taught you anything, you just never right. fucking know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ready to wrap it up?
4: Yeah, yeah it seems like a good really note to end it on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, look, uh, Garrett, dude, thank you so much, man. We've been
0: oh, time, boys.
2: Get, get you on here since that, uh, <laughs> that wonderful shocker commentary. <laughs>
0: what a fucking just ridiculous fucking set of hours that fucking commentary was um but you know what it's a joy guys i'm 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 welcome to come on anytime i um you know there are big things happening over um at the aftertaste that i I don't want to get into now but there could be there could be an offshoot podcast i'll just put it that way
2: Um, wait a minute what do you mean what do you mean by offshoot exactly uh, you can we at least could tell be us that, right? Yeah, uh,
0: I'm not going to get into too many details. Musicals,
2: but per per chance?
0: No, no, no. <laughs> we may have to take our Stephen King retro okay. elsewhere uh-huh. to our to our own domain. Um, Interesting. And yeah, there's and we're, a lot of
2: material, man. There's so much so, material,
0: and feel- you know what? And I, I don't blame the boys for saying, you know what? Maybe <laughs> going this far into it on this site wouldn't yeah. be. Uh, in the in listener's best interest. So we still want to do it and we might have to take it to our own, our own domain. And me and matter exploring okay. those options. And not only that, you know, we'll get into Marvel, a thing that we missed out on. Um, DC, a whole bunch of different stuff that we we just didn't do because there were, we were doing too many other things. Yeah. Um, that that is in the works, but with everything going on in our lives at the time, you know, he just became a father, and I'm getting ready to switch locations, and uh, there are a lot of things going on in my life right now as well. You know, uh, the, the Poon Slayer is actually in love, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, it's, it's just like it's just so many fucking things that to, to go. But we are exploring those options, and who knows? By this time next year, we could, uh, you know, I could be coming on your podcast, and we could just either have just an exclusive Stephen King podcast or something else. So
2: fair, fair, we are exploring. Fair, nice, options. Dude, I've read yeah. I've read every single Stephen King book except for I think I think there's two now that I have to catch up on, and he's written one with somebody. It's called like Wendy's Button Box. And there's, I think, two more Ooh. offshoot books from that that are coming out. When, once all three are out, I'm going to read those. And then I think the the newest one I haven't read yet, but I've, I've downloaded it. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, well, well, you, you've read them this all, way. right?
0: I am on the fourth fucking stand edition right now. That's I've read, a
2: lot of stands. I have I reread read, The Stand this year. I have read
0: every single edition of The Stand to prepare for that particular podcast. Lot. The good That's news lot. is with Night Shift that we're going to start – Night Shift is literally like 23 movies because there's like nine of or 10 and, and, of count, and counting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Apparently today I learned there's going to be more uh, on that fucking book. So there are so many things to explore on that. And so that's going to take a while, which is why I'm taking a while to read The Stand. And again, like I said, you know, with moving and everything, it's tough to like sit down and focus to read for the amount of time it takes because I am a slow reader, believe it or not. So. But I am on the fourth edition of the stand, which you know, I had to do because, you know, I want to see exactly what what's going on. But that's the way I am with this podcast is I see every single thing from every single angle and I bring it to the uh, actual airwaves with Matt, who has been a phenomenal reliable partner. And uh, so, yeah, uh, who knows by this year, by this time next year, we could be talking not, not just one podcast but two, which would be more work for me, but, that's why I do it. I do it because I love it, and if people continue to listen, I'll continue doing it.
2: Very awesome. nice. Well, uh, well, we're, we'll definitely try to get Matt on again for March Madness again this year. That's always a fun show. Oh,
0: Matt's, Matt's, Matt's a Matt's that's absolutely awesome to have on the air, and um, you know, I, I I feel unfortunate that I'm having to spend uh, some of uh, my my pre-birthday hours with you, gentlemen, um, but. You know, what can you say?
2: <laughs> what can you say? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll t- let's say this. Uh, let's Absolutely. say, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget, you can find us in every single one of our social media links at just simply www.thehorrorreturns.com. And uh, just go from there. Look for us on iTunes. Rate us if you like us. Um, next week, uh, Brian, are we going to go with the Windigo or what?
4: I hope so. This movie's out, right? It's finally out.
2: Is it? Is it really coming? It's really. Oh, it is out now, right? We're just right. going to cover it next week. But which one?
4: The Antlers. Guillermo del Toro produced Antlers, not directed. Another <sighs> it's like James Wan
2: produced. produced, right, Philip? Uh, we'll see. Man, those those fucking commercials are weird. Like, I don't know what the fuck it's this movie. It's really I hard know. to tell what this movie's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, right?
4: it looks we're hearing good things. So,
2: all right. Well, we're gonna find out together. So, uh, Brian, until the horror returns again.
4: Good night.